Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. It's Thursday again, tell everybody to lock in, grab some popcorn, a drink, and go and throw your AirPods in. It's the one-hour show, constantly speaking facts. Bulletproof stats are always shooting from Matt, and when it comes to Kyle, you getting numbers and style. Jake is going to educate you, he has that knowledge on fire. Players, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy, or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby. Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform, breaking all the news down like Shaq the backboards, no hot takes. This is where the hottest debate's at. Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for straight facts. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates and entertains, as always, brought to you by the Up All Game Presents Network. It's your boy, Jimmy J, and with my guys, Jake Galley and Stat Matt Robinson. We're back for episode two of season three here in Brownstone Media in Pottstown, PA. Man, it's going to be a great one. We had LeVar on last week, but it's just us this week, guys. Just us. And it's the best, one of the most fun times of the NFL season because it's overreaction time. And as Eagles fans, that's right up y'all wheelhouse. Good or bad, that's literally right up y'all wheelhouse. So y'all probably been overreacting all week to stuff. Usually week one, I mean, I haven't always been this way, but week one, usually I don't get too crazy that's about such a lie that's such a lie. i mean like that's i don't get lie. too low i don't get too high uh, 
Who are you trying to fool? <laughs> Look at it, man. Who is no, no, trying Because we won, right. I can say that. <laughs> we Eagles fans are the most like reactionary people. If they win, they we're gonna win the Super Bowl. If we lose, fire everybody. That's why I'm trying to like. But you, you if, you, if you, but we but we try to speak the facts here. And if you just look at Eagles recent history, there are so many seasons where they start like three and five or two and five, and they still make the playoffs. It's last two, year. Yeah, no, last year, <laughs> yeah. a couple of the Wentz years, yeah. like it it happens a good amount to the point where it's like obviously winning is really, you'd much prefer winning week one than losing. But, like, a slow start to the season isn't the end of the world. No, okay. Real quick, before we get into our, like, overreactions, what most surprising game of week one? There's a couple, like, I won't say head scratchers, but a couple of unexpected outcomes of week one. So, just real quick, what was your most surprising match of your most surprising game? Um, I would say, I, like, to be honest with you, I was pretty shocked that Denver went in there and put up only 17 points yeah, against Seattle. Or, six, excuse me, 16 yeah, yeah, points against Seattle. That was real. Like, and when you watch how it played out, you understand, like, they squandered three possessions inside the 10. They got zero points. It's like, like, it's not, Jake, it's not the five. Three possessions inside the – like, on the goal line. It's, and then, I mean, we'll, we're, gonna, we're going to get to it. Right. But, like, man, that was, I was shocked that they did not come out of there with that. That's crazy. Matt, most surprising game. Got to be Giants beating the Titans. The Giants haven't been over 500 since 2016, which is really funny. That means they went – the last time they had a record over 500, President was Obama. Mm. <laughs> uh, so they the, – and the Titans were the one seed last year, and they missed a kick at the end. They really kind of botched that game. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely the most surprising result for me. You're, you're- – you are the person who reminds people the most that the Titans were the one seed. And they need people like you. Because everyone else forgets that they were the one seed last year. But you you keep people on their toes. T- to me, the most surprising game was Rams-Bills. Like if That was supposed to start our season off with a bang. And I get that we should never be surprised to have a Super Bowl hangover. But, like, that's that's how y'all came out? That's how y'all came out if you're the Rams? Like, just just – Stafford's elbow might not be fully healed. Yeah, I mean, something's going on. I mean, but it wasn't just Matt Stafford looking bad. That guy, guy, Jalen Ramsey, got people thinking that he's been overrated his whole career after a performance like that. So, like, we – I just didn't expect that. That was Matt surprising. Number one defense, going to be number one offense. I'm telling you, this year is the Rams year. More the Bills. More the Bills. Until they lose, of course. Okay, so let's not – I don't want to overreact too much to those games because these other games and these other teams are are, do warrant – some overreactions. So we'll get into our first segment of week one. Week one overreactions, this is a good one. So we got to frame it a little bit, though. When I say this team or when I say this statement, we got to decide, is it going to be an overreaction or is it? are we just stating a fact? And for those who are just listening, Jake is literally Grinch smiling. I can't wait until you say the first Grinch thing. smiling right now, ear to ear, after the first one. Because it, it needs to be talked about. But the Dallas Cowboys have to get stumped. By the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, by by this year's Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The statement is that Cowboys at the end of the season will have a top ten pick in the draft. So Jake, it all out, man. Is that an overreaction? No, not an overreaction. It's this you is they, put they, that they, statement in the script, by the way. They, they a, belong in this over like like it sounds like an overreaction, but it will end up being the truth, is what I'll say. Right. I mean, look if and I know Dak, he's not going on the IR. It might not be as long as as was initially expected that six to eight week range. But like this, we, we talked about it with LeVar. They're, they're weak on the offensive line going into the year. This is before any, I mean, Connor McGovern, their guard 
got banged up. I think he's going to be out at least one game. You know, if that starts to add up and you look up and you're 0-4, mm-hmm. 0-5, I mean, I, we don't have to go too crazy, but you look at their schedule coming up. They have Cincy. They have the New York Giants who just beat that one seed that Matt loves so much, former one seed. They have Washington, who Carson Wentz, I, I don't know if we division have, game. I mean, right, not only division game, Carson Wentz looked like he might have some, then he, then he pulled a little bit of an old Carson with mm. some interceptions at the end. Finish up with the Rams and the Eagles in terms of their next five. So very well next can, six. Very well can start 0 6 in the season. Very well can lose. That's all a five scary pr- If I'm Dallas, I am and you got Jason Peters as your backup left tackle. That is scary. That is, I don't care what you say, man. That is scary stuff. <laughs> and and it, it was big news, right? This was to go and replace Lyle Collins, right? Who you left and goes it goes to the Bengals. So this was the we got our replacement guy. And everyone's like, Well, and Ty- Tyron Smith. It really took Tyron Smith getting injured, and they're like, all right, I guess we have to bring we in gotta go get JP. Oh, you're going to find out. That's that's tough. And, and here's the thing. I would say it was an overreaction before Dak's injury. Now, if Dak didn't get injured and the Cowboys even still put up three points, then I would say, you know what, there's, there's stuff that needs to get right, but they're not going to be bottom 10 of the NFL. But – Having Dak out, and let's just for all intents and purposes assume that that thumb injury is six to eight because that even when he comes back, it could be lingering. You know what I mean? It, it could be something that he's still dealing with. My Eagles fan clock about divisional standings has it at six. Well, it, and, and, I and, and I think that's what just what the Cowboys really should prepare for. And then, so if you're if you have Dak out for those six weeks and you have those next five games that we listed off with a backup quarterback. That is what makes it not an overreaction. That is what makes it a real possibility of this team starting 0-6 to start the season. And then, like when when you when you're <laughs> like when when your third year season is just out the window, then yeah, you then after that, you might as well try and go get a top 10 pick after that. Because after that, you're battling for mediocrity. You're battling for middle of the road, 14-15 territory, in which, you know, I'd much rather have a top 10 pick after that. So that Pre-deck injury was an overreaction. Post-deck injury, I think it's just foreshadowing what's to come for the Cowboys. And like, hey, man, go go retool with something. I, like, you might want to go retool with something. I think it's a little bit of an overreaction just because I think top 10's a little – they're not going to be that bad. Like, Matt, you start 0-6. You start I don't think they're like, going to start 0-6. I think it will be 2-4. and 4. Which games do they win with Cooper Rush? They'll, they'll beat the Giants because the Giants still stink. I'm sorry. They won. They won because they missed a field goal at the end. Yeah, but but now they got and, confidence, and it's and, only in two weeks. And the Eagles lose season. stupid games to Dallas all the time. That's not a guaranteed win for the Eagles. Uh, Carson Wentz could do Carson Wentz things. And sneaky, Cincinnati might be having a Super Bowl hangover year, and they just go like seven and ten. That and that and true. this could be like Dallas trying to come back. And I don't. I'm not a big hater of Cooper Rush. I think he's a decent backup. He had a good. Uh, Good, good season as a backup last year. Uh, 30 of 47, 422, three touchdowns, one pick. Beat Minnesota on Sunday Night Football in right, Minnesota. Right, 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 right. I, don't, I think this knocks them out of the playoffs. I just don't think I – think, I, I think Washington is the biggest benefit. Like, they benefit the most because I was saying, like, Washington's sneaky. They could get that last wild card instead of Dallas. And I think this puts Washington ahead of them in my likeliness rankings. Well, but – this I, I still think they finish like to be a top ten pick. You have to have like five wins. I think they get six or seven. Okay, so maybe not top ten, but uh, that's know, why I said a little bit of an overreaction. Right, right. Top ten is right out the window. But this is what I'm looking for, and this didn't all accumulate after Dak's injury. But I'm looking at an offense that had zero touchdowns, zero red zone red zone t- trips, and ten penalties on the board. Like that's 
if your offense cannot get going like that, this is a team that's that's not going to push past that adversity of not having Dak there. When you don't, you haven't even established a, a good recipe to to go into the season. It's not like Dak, like the last season, got injured. It's not like he played five, six, seven games of good football with the Cowboys, then got injured, and when we went out. They were like, okay, we still have all these good things that we've done in place. There was nothing that worked for the Cowboys on Sunday night. Not not one part of their team was going well. So there's nothing for them to go back to right now, at least the start of the season, to say that we can lean on this until Dak comes back. Because their defense got shredded all. I mean, only put up 19 points against them. But their defense... Good resident defense. Right, yeah. their def- right. A, lot, a lot of men don't break. But it's also a lot of us not finishing drives. But... Like their biggest assets got neutralized. My, no, Michael Parsons had a little game. The two sacks is, is you know, something he's, that they, they, they can build on. He might be one of the best defensive players in the league. He's, he's a freak. He's an absolute freak. But to this point, Jake, and I'm, and I'm glad we started to, to go on the defense because Dallas's defense is now going to have to play. If they want to survive and tread water until Dak comes back, they're going to have to play like the best defense in the league. And if you look at the levels of their team, I, I, it shouldn't be hard for us to ask that. When you look at D-line, linebacker core, secondary for, for names, like that shouldn't be hard for us to ask for. you got to play like a top three defense if you have any chance of surviving until that gets back. And it, it's a matter of can their defense do that. There is zero chance their defense can do that. Leonard Fournette ran for 127 yards against them. I mean, like when Leonard Fournette – and like granted – Give a little, give a little credit I'm not to gonna, Leonard. I'm not going to completely disrespect Leonard Give Fournette. a little credit to Leonard. But what I will say is there are many teams who run the ball more effectively than Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay is probably a top half team, but you look on that list. Mm, we, New we York are. ran the ball a ton. Right. Philly runs the ball a ton. Great running team. And, like, you're going to have to play those two teams twice. So, and right, since he's got a good running back in Joe right, since he running. has a good running back, I wouldn't put Washington completely, you know, out of the – they have Antonio Gibson, but mm. – their identity is somewhat tied to the run as well. So, you know, when you're trying to play these tight games, but the other team is able to keep your defense out on the field all game, it's going to be an uphill battle for that defense, especially because the offense now doesn't give them the cushion of you'll be going up against the pass most of the time, which right. which they were. And, and you know, um, I think Diggs is – he gets a lot of hate, but he also is somewhat of a playmaker out there. So, I don't know. It's It's – Maybe they won't be top ten. They're not going. I would put money that they will not be a playoff. I, team. I, I, I just thought of Trayvon Diggs versus Carson Wentz, and now that game's a lot more winnable. That's, I mean, look, look, that's that's true. <laughs> opportunistic against here you go. But like, it's there's a realistic opportunity that they go zero and six. And if they go zero and six, that's my caveat. If they go zero and six and they lose these next five, which in my mind is just as plausible, they 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 finish inside the top ten picks next year. Like to me, like that puts you in such a hole that like the Cowboys don't come back. No, from that. yeah, there's and no they're, they're already a fall off a cliff team, and all we did is is bring them right to that puppy. Like go over six. All we did was, you know, push them close to the edge. But to be fair, I did. There is precedent. If you remember, I think it was what two years ago where the Steelers went zero six and then ripped off ten in a row. Um, yeah, something crazy. Well, it was Claypool's like rookie year, I believe. Some, some so like that, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's been done, but not by man, Dallas. They're they're behind the eight ball. Yeah, they're not, behind it. Not not by Dallas. All right, the next one we got to overreact to is Russell Wilson's new team. And before we even get to the Broncos in a whole, can we just talk about Russell Wilson? For Let's a second? ride. Yeah, <laughs> can we just talk about? He doesn't seem real to me sometimes. 
He might be a robot. He, he doesn't. He really doesn't seem real to me sometimes. Like the 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 whole spinning on the logo with their eyes closed, just swinging before the game. The the whole let's ride thing. The little Instagram video he put up today of the, the things I care about. Like cringe. It, super cringe. But no, he just it's more than cringe, Jake. Like it's 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 he it doesn't seem real to me. Like he does. He seems like it. Like this is a performance. Like, this isn't who you actually are. Like this is the. The character you got to play. I mean, to be fair, you know, if you're in an office type job, when I go in and I'm interacting with, you know, your coworkers, you're not, you're not a hundred percent yourself. Probably like, you know, yeah, but football is not that sixty-five percent. He's just going into the office. He's throwing the ball around a little bit, and then he takes. Well, what do you think? He's like some like really different guy. I don't know. On the on the logo, just eyes closed, just swaying. That's that is very performative. I think. Like like what like what's going on here? He's just a weird guy. It's really that simple. He's been corny for this is eleventh year in the NFL. He's been corny all eleven. He's been all he's and it's just and and like before the I remember I was watching like something it was like Katy Perry's Super Bowl halftime show and then it was like she goes up to Russell Wilson because they're friends because it was that Super Bowl. It's like what are you doing to get pumped up for the game? She's like I'm listening to gospel music. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. 
And I'm he's either lying or he's or he's a he's lying. He's lying or weird guy. But it's just like you know, listen to gospel music get pumped up for the Super Bowl. Or you're weird. But like, cool, let him be weird. He's a Super Bowl champion. Like, 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 have I made jokes about them maybe being things in his basement that obviously are just jokes? Yes. But they're jokes. He's a weird guy. It's fine. Because I, I, I was about to make a comment. Either he is really weird or he's a serial killer. He's got some completely, totally different personality. So I'm just going to believe uh, Russell Wilson's just this corny guy I can't believe we who got throws off. around football. He also off. had a Russell's pretty good game. Like he threw for 340 yards and a right, touchdown, let, no picks. Let's, let's talk about that because he's got some questionable decisions, you know, questionable decisions on his part. But his coach had even more questionable decisions and not electing to go for it on fourth and five and plus territory at the end of the game. And having, what, two timeouts and letting 30-plus seconds burn off the clock just to take a timeout afterwards? Like, questionable decisions. So the statement is that Denver's coaching will cost them a playoff berth. Um, Overreaction or is that a, is that a fair statement? Hmm. Because – like, like we've seen it before. Like, like if, if this is how you come out the gate week one, if that if that is an indication of things to come, we have seen coaching decisions, legit lose teams, a playoff berth when it comes down to the season. I mean, that, that may not be an overreaction. That may be an observation yeah. knowing how good that division that's is. Where, that's a great You've already lost an, one game because of it. Yeah. This is an overreaction. I'm just looking at his face in this picture, and that's not a playoff coach. this is this is playing out what matt just did is the handsome coach tax by the way matt just looked at him and said not playoff no he's it's not that he's not well bearded and 35 years old and he's too young to look that goofy he's 42 that you can't be 42 and look that goofy back to football this is real football analysis right here i'm not going to i mean how much do we actually blame him for the inside the five yard line turnovers that ultimately don't, costing don't. them like that's two turnovers I believe on the one yard line and and to both of your running backs like like Melvin Gordon fumbled you're like okay Javante gets it next time then Javante fumbles so like what are you doing right, for for a team with two good running backs that's the last way you think you're going to lose the game I mean it does happen but it, it is somewhat unfortunate circumstances but when we specifically talk about the decision to go for it um, fourth and five plus yard line. I think, like, if you're going to kick the field goal, don't you do it immediately and, like, try and save your timeouts so that then you can stop? They had three timeouts. Mm-hmm. They had three of them. So you could theoretically immediately, as soon as it's fourth down, make it go, 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 go. Maybe you have 30 seconds left and you give yourself – I mean, even if he miss, make or miss, whatever – you still give yourself time if you can get a three and out to to win. And that's where I think people say he lost them the game. I mean, if the guy makes the kick, it's like we're not even talking about this. But, but he didn't. But, but, that, but that's the thing. And by, he okay. did it. By the way, just have to put this out there. By law, I have to do it. That Temple boy, Brandon McManus, has banged 60-yard field goals in the past. So but he didn't this Not 64. But right, 64. It, it is a little long. It's like Denver. Broncos like, country. Left well, lie. you know, if the quarterback <laughs> did throw for 540 yards, they would have won. Like, you can't bank on a 64-yarder. It's only happened once or twice, 64-prater and 66-tucker. And it's and 64-prater was in Denver. So this is – it's just – you have to go for it there. What I – if I'm going to be serious about the coach, the thing I get most annoyed at with coaches when they truly mess up and they don't own it, 
and he owned it uh, the day after the game. So yeah, looking back, that was the wrong decision that we should have gone for it. That shows that you're, gonna, you're admitting your mistake. You're letting, you're showing acceptance responsibility, which your players will respect you for. And if you're just looking at an analysis of the game, they just, it's just got, it's just, they were unlucky. They fumbled twice. The Seahawks fumbled three times, but the Seahawks recovered two of their fumbles mm-hmm. and two of the Broncos' fumbles. Like, that's just fumble luck that went against them. They outgained the Seahawks by almost 200 yards. Like, it's just, it's just one of those games. But costing them the playoffs, if we're going to be completely literal about it, bad coaching costing them the playoffs, that was bad coaching. They could miss the playoffs because a game, game against Seattle, when you have to play six games in that division – could cost you the playoffs. And, and, and say, the, weeks say the Broncos miss the playoffs by one or get the last wild card spot and get blown out in the in the wild card weekend. And it's and it's separated by a game. I don't know their whole schedule, but I have to imagine that when you look back, you're gonna be like, damn, it was week one at Seattle. Like that's the game that I'm I'm losing sleep over because Geno Smith came in and cooked us. Like that's the oh, that's that's, that's true. The what am I talking? Right, it's in Seattle that they're kicking a sixty-four yard field goal. It's not in Denver, right? No, they don't even get the. I was trying to give them the elevation benefit of the yeah, doubt. Yeah, no, no, it's in Seattle. And, like, I, I think it's somewhat. Again, you have the turnovers. The offense doesn't really get going, but the to miss the playoffs, I I still view them as a playoff team. Me too. But I'm not sure if they can win it by going through the division. Here's now. here's and and that's the thing. If the coaching and now Matt, you're right. The owning up to the mistake is what gives me a little bit of confidence for a coaching blunder like that. It means that like you've honestly looked at it, learned from it, and if you come into that scenario, you're not gonna. That's what it indicates. Is I'm not gonna do that again because I've owned up to it. I've realized it was a mistake. So if they come to that scenario again or like that scenario again, and he manages the clock right, they win the game, and this doesn't continue then it's an overreaction. But if, if coaching mistakes like this continue, it's not an overreaction. It's not. Because if your coach if your coach blows you two games, he got one more and you're and you're not a playoff team in like, that division. You got it, one more. It amazes me. Like and I mean it makes sense because coaches are hired because they know football at a very high level. They are not hired because they can do quick math and add up clock equations in their head. So yeah, like, but you gotta have a feel for that. You gotta have a it, right, it, and, and, when your job. And, and when it's under 45 seconds and your team is scrambling and you're at midfield and now it's yeah. under 30 and now it's under 25. It's definitely like, harder than bro to it, call time. If everybody at home, every Madden nerd at home is going timeout, right. timeout, it's timeout. The, it's the Bill Simmons uh theory that every every team should hire a 28-year-old who plays way too much Madden yeah. to stand next to the coach for two-minute warning situation. Hey, yo, because because everybody in America is yelling, call timeout. Yeah. Call timeout. Peyton Manning was hilarious. Peyton Manning, Shannon Manning. Sharp. <laughs> they, they, they counted it up. What, they, said, they said Peyton Manning called timeout 62 times. What's interesting, what's interesting is um, Richard Sherman said this on his podcast, is that Russell Wilson didn't call timeout. He could have called timeout. He could have. But I think it's because it's his first game with a new team that he's not doing that. Like he, if he was in Seattle, he would have called that timeout. Right. Cause he, but, but I think, I think that being his first game, like he doesn't want to like, like him being kind of like conservative in his demeanor, doesn't want to overstep his bounds and show up his coach. Russell Wilson doesn't want to step on someone's toes. Russell Wilson doesn't want to come off as a bad guy. No way. When you're, when you're, when your coininess doesn't allow you to step in and win <laughs> games, we've gone too far. 
You're too corny. If you feel like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt his feelings. So I'm gonna let the clock. That's really. Oh, this is the coach's call. That's like, probably what went through. Yeah. I mean, it is. He's right. You'd be right about that's that. That's the security that you know. Yeah, but Peyton Manning is calling the timeout. Yeah, Peyton yeah. Manning. That's true. Says, shut up, John Fox. I'm calling the timeout. That's exactly. It, you just got. You got to call the timeout. All right, moving on. Because speaking about missing the playoffs, this is another team who a lot of people couldn't wait to overreact to, and that's the Green Bay Packers. And this statement is not any specific coaching, any specific reason, but after that performance in week one, a lot of people are saying that the Green Bay Packers will miss the playoffs. I'll raise my hand and say I am one of them. But Stat Matt, I'll let you go first. No way. Is that an overreaction? Absolutely an overreaction. They got Jameis last year, like badly Jameis last year. They lost 38-3 to week one. And I was in the old, like, Rodgers doesn't want to be in Green Bay retirement. He doesn't want to be there. He's quitting on the season. And then they go 13-4. and and So they go 13-3 the rest of the way. Rodgers doesn't care about week one. He cares about – he's in his off-season zone doing his, like, mindfulness walks with whatever drugs Joe Rogan got him. And then he takes a little bit. Then he gets rocked in an NFL game against people who want to hit him. And then he gets himself together. And then he becomes an MVP-level player. And that's what's going to happen this year. They're not going to be as good as they were last year because they lost Devontae Adams. And Rodgers is another year older. And I think he'll be a little worse than he was last year. But they're still a playoff team. That division isn't that good. Minnesota is their only competition. There's, I, I, It's hard for me to see a scenario where – if Rodgers is healthy, they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, let, let me reel it all the way back. Because after thinking of it, that was an overreaction. I missed the playoffs. I just, they're going to struggle mightily. Could I see them maybe missing the playoffs? It wouldn't crazily shock me. But I don't think they would fall that hard to to miss the playoffs. And you're, and you're right, Matt. Like It's not like they got to go through a crazy juggernaut of a division. And this is a team that knows how to bounce back under Matt LaFleur after a regular season loss. They're about 9-0 and with an average margin of victory of 14, right? So, like, they know how to bounce back. They could come back next week, shellac whoever they're going to play, and, you know, kind of right the ship and people start to get back in their good graces. Chicago. But, he so, owns yeah, Chicago. Yeah, 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 he owns Chicago. So, he, they, they could actually right that wrong next week, and a lot of people will, will you know, forget what happened. But – Last year is is different. Like I know they got beat thirty eight to three, but you're right, bro. They they had not only did they have Devontae Adams, but they had MVS too. They had people. They had Zendarius Smith. They had people all over the team and key players that they don't have this year. And I don't see the confidence that Aaron Rodgers exuberates because we've seen him struggle out the gate. Lavar said it last week, but after he struggles out the gate, what do we get? R e l a x. Relax. We get, we get after week one next week, we're fine. We just got to figure things out. Did you see any of that after this week? No, I saw after Christian Watson missed a wide-open pass. I saw him look to the sideline like, told y'all. Like, told y'all they stink. Told y'all I don't have anyone to throw to. Yeah. Like, it, look, told y'all. No, 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 no. no. Which he all, which he does him? not <laughs> deserve to complain. True. Not one peep I don't want to hear from Aaron Rodgers. True. He's unhappy. That they did not have enough money to go out and retain Devontae or get someone else. You better throw that ball to Sammy Watkins and like it, dude. He like, don't. Is- but, Jake, that's what I think. He don't like it. He he don't. Like, yes, it's his fault. But he still don't have confidence I, and he still don't like who he's out there with. You know, I think ultimately because of their strengths. Like, also Lazard, who he is most comfortable with. I mean, we roll our eyes, whatever. I mean, the reality is, like, Alan Lazard is the most tenured receiver there. Right, right. right. And he was out week one. So you have Romeo Dobbs, you have 
Christian Watson, you know, these new guys who you're Robert Tanya looked good. Robert Tanya looked good. Like good. Yeah, and this is, good. So what I'm going to say is I think they'll transition to more of a power football play action type passing game because your strength lies in Tunyon, who he has some rapport with. It lies in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I mean, they weren't able to – I saw they got stuffed on like fourth and one, I think. That's one of the reasons they scored seven points. A.J. Dillon, shockingly, has the biggest legs I've ever seen. Can't drive into the end zone. But I think ultimately it's going to be – Rodgers is going to have to be – the margin for error now is reduced because you don't have Devontae Adams. And the defense is – granted, it is the Vikings passing game, which is now top level. But, like, they got passed all over. I saw at one point at halftime, I think Justin Jefferson had more yards than the entire Packers He had, like, 200 team. yards at halftime. So that's a problem. But we'll see. I'm if not If you're a Packers pessimist, this is the third consecutive game they've lost. They lost Week 18 against Detroit, which really is unfair because they're playing half backups. And Rodgers only played that game so he could secure the MVP. Mm-hmm. And then they lost the playoff game to San Fran. And then they lost this game. So it could be like, oh, signs right. are going down. But I, I, I need to see a lot more before I, I fair. jump ship. Fair, fair, fair. And and I'm and to be honest, I'm ready to. Like to be honest, I'm ready to jump ship off the Packers. But I do think too much is being talked about what the Packers didn't do, and not a lot of what the Vikings did do. Because this is a Vikings team who, like on paper, on both sides of the ball has a unit and getting Zendarius Smith, I don't think is, is talked about enough in the league about how just tough that Packers defense is with Michael Kendricks and Daniel Hunter. And now Zendarius Smith in the mix of that, like you have people in your front seven that can make it tough for any quarterback. And then let's just go down their offense. Cause like when you have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin cook and, and Irv Smith and company going crazy. And a guy in Kirk Cousins who won't lose you the game. This is an offense who can score. 30-plus points a week, and I don't think anyone would be shocked by who they have on their offense. So, like, I think we have to give a little bit more credit to the Vikings with a new head coach, a revamped offense, kind of a new breath of fresh air, an offensive-minded coach, not a defensive-minded coach like Mike Zimmer. Like, I think we have to look a little bit more at what the Vikings were doing. That's a great start for a coaching career to Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, great job. And then my second point is – um. Like we have to, to to look at what the what what the Vikings are doing, and then I think this is the the finally the time that we start to see Aaron Rodgers defer to Matt Lafleur a little bit because now when I don't have weapons that can just beat anybody, I don't have a Devontae Adams who can just get open at will. You know, I I have to now get a little more creative in my play calling, get a little more creative in my offensive scheme, find different matchups. The ball's got to come out quicker. The ball's got to come out to different people. And I think when you have a young, creative, offensive-minded coach like Matt LaFleur, now it's time to unlock all that. Now it's time to like look deep into the playbook and start thinking how you can make life easier for your weapons and for Aaron Rodgers. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, I think that means maybe not taking a step back, but inviting Matt LaFleur in. Like It's not just all... You call the plays and I come and make it happen on the field. Like now you're really going to have to take a backseat to the vision of what Matt LaFleur can do with the offense and now work within that to help yourself. Because if you try to go be the hero that you are, Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be doing it by yourself. Right. They're going to have to scheme their way into wins. Yeah, you really really are. And and And, I think they can. They can. They can. I just don't think he's used to it. Also, remember, there's a couple of years in between, like in the end of Mike McCarthy, where they missed the playoffs a couple of times with Aaron Rodgers playing the full season. So it's not unheard of that Rodgers misses the playoffs. I just think this Packers team is constructed a lot better than the other ones. Very, very true, very true. Last one we will oh no, last one we will move on to. 
Um, because this one, people can't. Uh-oh. Yeah, people can't wait to shut me up. CJ's on you about this one. CJ, turn off the podcast right now. This is when you're good, brother. You don't gotta listen to the rest of this. But the overreaction: the Saints by the end of the season will have a top tier offense after what we saw in Week One, and all of their weapons minus Alvin Kamara, who you know it's only a matter of time before he gets going too. All of their weapons did their thing. Jameis Winston had himself a good game. Taysom Hill, four carries, 81 yards, and a touchdown, ripped off a big run. Jarvis Landry, seven catches for 114 yards. Mike Thomas, five catches, 57 yards, two TDs, and a very impressive one over A.J. Terrell. So this was an offense who I didn't think was going to click at all. Granted, they played the Falcons, but they clicked. And I saw a lot of things that I think can be reputable, can be, can be repeated against good defenses too. Like, it wasn't just because they were playing. The, playing the Falcons had a little bit to do with it. But they were executing. They were scheming right. Things were hitting. And so was it an overreaction to say that, hey, man, all, all comes together for the Saints and they have a top-tier offense in the league by the end of the season? Offensively, I think they can be up there. It's it's When we talked about it, it did come down to Jameis Winston. and To me, top-tier, to me, there's three tiers in 32 teams, three tiers in the NFL. you got to be top 10 or 11 to be top-tier. To Is get the most right? out of Jameis, and you know this, you have to – Kind of sell out to the pass, let him air it out, let him have an open offense, and and maybe that's why we saw Alvin Kamara take a little bit of a backseat in week one. I don't know against better defenses if his judgment is going to hold up. You know, those windows get smaller, and it's a game of inches, but on its face, like, yeah, they have a lot of weapons. Taysom, if Taysom Hill gets back to being like a any, any, like a productive, like, yeah. last guy. Like, okay, we have this hole cover, this guy, this guy cover. Oh, it's Taysom Hill yeah, from yeah. somewhere we did not expect him exactly. to be Give doing something some. we right. didn't expect him to do. So, you know, if they add that element back, they have Jarvis Landry, who looks to be back to his old ways, seven for 114. Like, that, that is juice. wide receiver one yeah, type that's stuff. Old juice stuff. And Mike yeah. Thomas getting open on slants in the red zone, like 2019 all over again. Tough. And, and, and it's funny because I'm watching the game. Shout out, CJ, because I'm watching the game with CJ. And Michael Thomas gets that second impressive touchdown over A.J. Terrell. And he starts screaming at me, oh, slap boy. Oh, slap. And I'm laughing because I'm like, he still is slap boy. (laughs) He just caught a touchdown. Yeah, he just caught a touchdown with it. But he's still a slap boy. But give a whole lot of credit to him and Jameis establishing that chemistry and Jameis being willing to look there. Granted, there's there's always a caveat with this. Because when you're in the red zone, you can't throw it 30 yards down the field. You have to throw it right to the front pylon. But he's willing to do that. He looked for Michael Thomas in his spots. They got it done. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because they played the Atlanta Falcons. I, that's true. They played the, so that doesn't. It does really does not matter because <laughs> like so like if you play a good game against the Atlanta Falcons, you're, that's what you're. That's like standard. That's par on in golf. That's. That's, 500 baseball. That, that, that's yeah, like yeah. you're hitting 250 in baseball. So it's like it's just like okay. <laughs> and they, they had to pull out a tough one. And they, they, they came there to come, they had to come back, yeah, well, yeah, which yeah. isn't which isn't uncommon against the Falcons because that's what the Falcons do. They right. choke in fourth quarters. But like you scored 27 points. Like that's like you're. They play Tampa next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Tampa swallowed up Dallas's offense. They're going to swallow up. New Orleans offense. How come y'all don't buy it? How come y'all don't pause Matt like you paused me? Like, yo, you and you was crazy on me last week. Matt over here talking about people swallowing up. And hey, you, I, you I let him go, and then he said it again. I was like, I can't. Me too. He said the same thing. James is going to have a lot of like confused faces zoomed in on him on TV next week. With I hope so because because go. he does have not like not like he didn't play well against us last year before he got injured, and from that standpoint. Like, him being willing to spread the ball out like this. Like, Jarvis Landry getting seven catches out the slot is not something I saw coming. Yeah. Michael Thomas getting, you know, more than five targets, but five catches in big spots. Like, these aren't five-yard slant routes at the 50 that don't really impact the game. Like, if he picks and chooses when he goes to O slant boy in spots that he's almost unstoppable, like the red zone, like third and short, those kind of things – that is what, that's what's going to make the offense so good. And then the Taysom Hill point is great because Taysom Hill isn't good in heavy doses. Right, Taysom Hill is – No, and he, he can't, can't – and, and he can't be your tight end. He's got to be four carries and two catches a game, and one of those carries is going to break. One of those catches is going to break. But, like, you got to give it to him in certain spots, and they did that. Like, they, it's not an overload of Taysom Hill. Why did they give? I'm, I'm sorry, but like once you bring up his, I start to think like, why did they give him all that money? Like four he's years, not going to be the quarterback. I'll, I'll never forget it. Four years, oh, one sixty. We can say it all live long day oh. because you can go four four carries, anyone yards with a touchdown every game for the rest of your career, and I, to me, it don't justify him getting four years. <laughs> there must have been some kind of card game that Sean Payton lost to Taysom Hill yeah, probably, on a plane ride. Probably. <laughs> so you, that's an overreaction to you then that they're going to be a top tier offense. By How the many was to define top tier? Ten How or many? eleven. Three tiers, so thirty two teams. Yeah, you call be 10 11. Or 11. 
Uh, ooh. Passing offense? Yes. I don't know. To me, they're more likely to be at the uh, I, top. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say well, no. Well, I don't think so. Total points. Is total yards considered top tier? Total or, offense. Total offense. Well, that's unfair because Jameis can throw for 5,000 yards and 30 picks. So like I'm going that's to not th- unfair. That that no, is no, but that's not good. O- but that's not good offense. Right. But that will rank really it's high. It's like a right. three way. So, so like I, like I think they're middle of the pack offensively. Yeah. So it's an overreaction. To you. Yes, okay. absolutely. I would I would I would say the same. It's an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction. But For now, I, but I think it's better at least than I thought. And Matt, uh, yes, you're right. I will give you the caveat of them playing the Falcons. And we'll see what happens next week. Fox will be a big us. test. This will be the big test. For It'll them. be a big test, but like. This is now seven, for what it's worth, this is now seven straight games that Jameis Winston has not played okay or played played well. Mm. Won them games. Right, he was like, what, like five and five, one or five something? Five and one. Five and two. Five, five and two. two before he got hurt. That's impressive. So this is going on six, team. seven, eight it's, games. You know what I mean? All against good teams. It's, like, it's not all against we'll the Falcons. See. It's not we'll nine see. games against the Falcons now. Like this is now I, going on. They've got some tougher year. games coming up than the Falcons, which will be better in we, the games. We will see. We will see. From broad scope to narrow scope now, we're going to go into a player-focused kind of overreaction. I just want to say one thing about the beauty of the NFL. What's that? The top seed in the AFC, the top seed in the NFC, the AFC representative in the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl champions all lost in week one. That's just great. That's called parody. That's, that's great. Parody. That's parody. Just that's, great. That's great. That's what makes us better. Than, I like college football. That's what makes it much better than college football. Yeah, I, I love it. That's that's good parody. Good, good observation in that. All right. Now we'll move on to kind of more narrow focus segment, but still kind of an overreaction type of segment. We're going to call it fact or fake. So kind of same thing you're going to say is, I'm going to say a statement. Is this statement going to be fact or is this statement fake by the end of the season? I'm coming right at you, Statman. <laughs> coming absolutely right at you because that bottom tier running back you talked about, Saquon, had himself a day against the Titans. 18 carries for a buck 64 and one touchdown against the number one seed in the AFC Last season, I think he only scored three touchdowns last year, right? Something like that mm-hmm. in 16 games. Finds the end zone in a big way in week one. So Saquon will go back to being a top 10 running back this year. Jake, fact or fake? Uh, it's fact. I think, like, especially because now, and again, don't, it's one week and we're talking over reactions here. But I'm inclined to say, like, yes, if he's going to get volume, which it looked like he probably is, 18 carries is pretty good nowadays. And if he's able to break out and create separation and still has burst, there was one really long run that he cracked that he did not score, which I, I think personally, like... I think old Saquon, old Saquon yeah, takes scores that to the house. Me too. I but, do he, that. but current Saquon is enough to, like, be a top-level running back, if especially if the Giants try and use him like one. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a close game. It's against another team that likes to run the ball. That's a game that Saquon should dominate, and he did. So... Maybe he'll be somewhat tied to like the Giants offense. I don't know if we'll, we'll see them against another team. Maybe they don't look as good. Maybe they're not this year. They, they don't pan out to be a playoff level offense, which like I think they might have to be for him to be top 10. I don't I know. Don't, I don't think they do. Because I don't you have to be do. ahead to run the ball is my like True. thought process there. Right. So like if they're going to stink, I mean, he'll, he'll catch passes too, but I just think for him to, to get the most out of Saquon, you need to be a winning team. I think a lot of that being ahead goes into Daniel Jones not turning the ball over and establishing the run early in the games helps your quarterback not turn the ball over. But, Matt, fact or fake? Are you going to take back? Dude, bottom tier running back is crazy. Like In the last 16 games there he goes. that Saquon Barkley's played, that was his second 100-yard rushing game. 
Let's give him right, all but, 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 but this is uh, the first yeah, game of this season. Yeah, yeah, but he went – Saquon Barkley undoubtedly his first two years was one of the best running backs, most talented, unbelievable, great, and then he got injured. What happens with a lot of the time with NFL players who have this immense talent and then succumb to injury is they'll show flashes of their former self, but it'll never be the same. And I, it, he might not be – he's no way top ten – He's closer to my initial prediction of bottom, tw- bottom, bottom. Oh my gosh, bottom he's 10, sticking to it. Bottom ten, then top ten. But, but, a touchdown. but he, he, he's not a top half running back. So I'll mend it a little bit. He's like, not a top what, what half running back. What do we? He I had to do consistency. I want to see consistency. Keep, keep it. If he, if he, you got to see how there's sixty yards every. I've seen every single week. Yeah, and then, yeah, no, 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 say no, no. I need to see it. I need to see if he keeps going for the next couple weeks. He can, obviously not. I'm not expecting him to have like 100 every game, but if he keeps it up through like five games, I'll reevaluate. Because at some five games is a lot now. Because at at some point, because of, there's a season has ebbs and flows. Yeah. You know, Dalvin Cook's not going to rush for 100 yards every game. You know, yeah, he could have down weeks. Alvin Kamara had a down week in week one. Like Derrick Henry had a down week in week one. So there's going to be ebbs and flows. But if like at some point when it happens for two weeks and then three weeks and then you take a week off and it happens again. And it happens again. It's not a flash anymore. It's not showing a flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Well, yeah. Okay. It exactly can't be an aberration. Are, so it has to be something that so, happens so here, on a regular basis. Here, here's why. One, I think it's not an overreaction. And he doesn't have to be this good. He he was A++ fantastic. This might be his best game of the season. Yeah. I don't think he gets back to 164 and a touchdown on 18. Plays Dallas in a couple of weeks. Because mm. on, on 18 carries, get a buck 64 is yeah. great in, in any mm. era of, of running. But what I saw from the Giants' offense, and Jake, why I don't think that they have to be a top-tier offense or a playoff offense for him to get it, is why I think they're going. he's going to be successful is because why Saquon got hurt and why his, his numbers started going down is because this man saw nine in the box every single play. There was nowhere that he could go or look to take pressure off him in the offense. Still, Shepard has a long, a long touchdown catch. Looks very good. Kadarius Tony is just a, a highlight reel waiting to happen. That, that, that guy is a threat to score every time he catches the ball, and he did his thing on Sunday against the Titans. And again, it was against a good defense. It was against a defense on the number one team in the AFC last year. This this isn't the Falcons theory. Like, if, if he goes out and does this, you know, against the Jags or something, then, you know, I'm more persuaded to not bottom to running back, but I'm more pers- persuaded to say that it's fake. But you do this against a good establishing defense, and then you you have all your offense going. And like the Vikings – like Brian Dable, greater sign Joe Judge. Like, you know what I mean? Two. Brian, you could throw two or three greater Brian signs. Brian Dable is, is the reason Josh Allen got pulled out the mud. Like, is the reason the Bills offense was clicking on all cylinders. Like, this is a guy who knows how to get the most out of an offense. And this time, his focus is my superstar running back, not my superstar quarterback. So hopefully he knows how to get the most out of that superstar running back. Saquon undoubtedly goes back to a top 10 running back. This uh, t- now, Tennessee. Fourth best team yards per carry against the rush last year. He's not doing it against any scrub in Those, week one. I mean, I, I, to, just to put a cap on it, he's going to be a top ten running back, and we can play back the the Matt. Oh, we go check tape of, for of, sure. of him doubling down. I'm sure he'll triple down. <laughs> His last stand will be when he's well, clearly is, top fifteen, and he'll be like, he's not top is, ten. That'll be the last. This is the, the trouble about having a sports encyclopedia like Stat Matt on the podcast. Is it'll be week 15, Saquon will be third in the league in rushing, <laughs> and there will be a stat that he can lean on that says, like, in the last three weeks, Saquon's going to have a stat. No, no, I'm not, not going to be petty right. about it. I'm going to be – if I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong. I'm not going to, like, it's be in denial. But, like, 
because like if it, if he's top three in rushing yards, unless they're doing a fifty rush a game offense and he's getting two yards per carry, which gets him a hundred a game, which isn't gonna happen. Like I'm gonna say, like, yeah, congrats to Saquon. He's not his career. He turned around his career after really bad injuries. And I'll act legitimately, he's a really exciting player to watch. The league's better if he's really good. Here, here, so I'm not rooting against him. You just have a point to stick to. I, I, I do like being right, but I, <laughs> but like, I'm not like rooting against, I'm not like watching like clips of Saquon break off runs and go, dang. You're right, right. <laughs> well, unless it's against oh, the Eagles. Yeah, if it's against the Eagles, then fine. And, and, and now here's the thing. I do think averaging 18 carries is not how you get back to being a top 10 running back. Jake, you mentioned volume, and I know it's a different era of running the football. 18 is still light to me. No, I don't think so. Really? Anything over 15 is fine. God, I it's, hate this era of. I, I mean, I, just, I, there's so much passing going yeah. on, and then maybe you know. touches. Maybe I'm I'm mistaken. Carries for touches. I need eight, I need more than eighteen touches. Yeah, he got, well, he had six he, catches. He six six catches, catches, right? Okay, so there, you know, it's, you know, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four touches is about good. All right, next one. Factor, factor, fake stat map. The Chiefs won't miss a beat without Tyreek Hill. Put up forty four against Arizona's defense. Mahomes five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Ten players got targeted five players with a touchdown or more. So no Tyreek, but no problem. Is that fact or fake? Fact in the regular season, fake in the postseason. I'm right with you. Because in the postseason, you you need those plays where Mahomes gets pressured, he's scrambling around, and Hill can break away, and that's the game changer. That's how they won the Super Bowl when when Mahomes dropped back a million yards and Hill was in a – Game breakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's – in the regular season – their offensive ranks are going to change. Mahomes' stats are going to look really good. Their maybe their deep play numbers fall a bit, but in general, they won't miss a step regular season wise. You'll notice it in little moments against good teams, but the playoffs is when it's going to be the real test. I hear you. I disagree. I think that they're going to be the exact same as they were. I'm not going to say better, but it they are. This is going to come out, and you're going to be like, you're ridiculous. But they might be harder to stop without Tyreek Hill. You're going Ewing theory? I don't think I don't think it's ridiculous, because I mentioned how I think Juju changes their offense. But like, 10 different players targeted. They have uh, nine different players getting them a first down. Like, it's not just like, I'm going to read down Kelsey and Tyreek, because one of them is always going to be open. Like, that's true nine times out of ten. And the one time costs you in the playoff. Where, like, you know, if you go and, and it's it's more of a by-committee approach, I mean, you've got Noah Gray in there getting catches. Joe, or, uh, Joe Fortson, I believe, scored a touchdown. Like, Isaiah Pacheco, my guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. drafted him in fantasy, uh, my sleeper. Like, they have a lot of ways to beat you, and maybe they don't have the ultimate trump card in Tyreek Hill's speed, but, you know, got, I'm, still, I'm still 90. Patty Mahomes. Yeah, right, I'm still all oh, and, and let me tell you what. He, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. He looked like his Fitting the ball into football-shaped holes. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, it, he really is insane. And maybe it's just September. I saw he had, like, 43 touchdowns, only three interceptions in September games in his career. Yeah, so, it's like he September starts hot. In January, he goes crazy. But I'm, I'm, I'm all in on KC again. They look legit. Well, I wonder, I wonder if Mahomes gives a call to Sammy Watkins right now. See, yeah. see, well, <laughs> what do you think now? Yeah, got a different more accurate, man. You even you got like one target. Like at least you got targets with me. Um, but man, I'm, I'm I'm more inclined to go your way about them not having, like them feeling it the most in the playoffs when you know you get to those divisional and championship rounds and now you're not playing Arizona's defense. Now you're playing Buffalo's defense or 
um, Baltimore's defense. Since these de- defenses not, who have not only seen you before, but are really good in the secondary, know how to blanket your receivers, and you don't have someone that can just run by everyone and I can just throw it past the defense. And I'm going to get it. But the other side of that, the devil's advocate of that, is you have 17 weeks to build a muscle of not maybe not needing that, but that not being your game plan anymore. Like, if you continue to do this, 10 different players get targeted, five with a touchdown, nine getting a first down. Like, Pat Mahomes knows how to spread it around the yard like that. You know what I mean? There's a guy, Byron Pringle, who has a name because of Patrick Mahomes. There's a guy, Nicole Hardman, who has a name because of Patrick Mahomes. And there's a guy in, you know what I mean? There's, there's guys all over the place who have a name yeah. because of Patrick Mahomes. So if you continue to build that and not have the safety net of Tyreek Hill, like take that out of your mind, Patrick Mahomes. Now you got to play a little bit more discipline. I can't just scramble all around the back. because I can't just look up and throw it somewhere. I don't have someone who's just going to go past everybody. Like I, I have to play disciplined football. I have to actually make reads. I have to actually make throws. I have to actually get it to my receivers. I have 17, 18 weeks to do that. So if he continues it up like this, it may come to the playoffs where they take a step back, but it doesn't, you know what I mean? It it's, it's not a gigantic leap back, and it's within their game plan. Yeah, and I trust Andy Reid also. If you have to win on the scheme more, like, yeah, Andy Reid can do that. Like, we talked about Green yeah. Bay. Like, uh, maybe, you don't have all, maybe you don't have the same weapons. You're going to have to you rely on scheme a, more. You want to talk about a trump card, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. The mind of Eric, of Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy is a trump card. Like, you I, they they showed them on the sideline, I think, when they scored their 44th point, when they scored their last touchdown. They showed Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy on the sideline. And the look of, like, we weed them bad mups on the sideline. Who's like, going to check you? Yo! Like, Eric Bieniemy looked like, like, I'm that bull. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, like, look at, like I, you know, no, 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 you know what it was? It was the, the patented um, fake run shovel pass to... Clyde all, day long. all day long. But it had a little bit of a remix to it. It wasn't just line goes and then Clyde slides. It had an extra motion to it. They had someone go out and receive. Pat could actually throw the ball. And then they showed Eric Bannemi and he's just he's like, yo, what, what y'all gonna do with me? Like, what y'all gonna do with me? Right. Forget about Pat. Forget about Travis. Forget about Juju. What are y'all gonna do with me? A million when, ways they can get Like, it. when That's... I start scheming y'all, what are y'all gonna do with me? Yeah. Like, I, I got all this at my disposal. So, we'll see if that happens. Last one. Fact or fake, and Matt talked about the Bengals as a whole taking a step back and may having a Super Bowl hangover of themselves, but let's focus that in on Joe Burrow, who, my goodness, struggle is an understatement. And for a guy who has Joe Burrow in both of his fantasy leagues, Mm. I was going through it Mm. through three and a half quarters. Two touchdowns, four interceptions, and one fumble. Four of those turnovers came in the first half. And then here goes the O-line struggles. Uh-oh. Again. Uh-oh. Revamped. Sacked seven times. Some of them were his fault because he got a little pressed about the turnovers, tried to make some plays happen, and took sacks where he shouldn't have, probably should have gotten the ball out. But Joe Burrow looked bad. Stat Matt, you can't wait to say it. Fact or fake? Fact. Yeah, right. I think and I, I think Burrow's going to be I, – I actually think there's a better chance that he's a Hall of Famer than he's not. Joe Burrow, but this year specifically, if you just look at Joe Burrow's trajectory as a quarterback, he was dissed at Ohio State, goes to LSU, uh, starts at the end of the year for LSU, they win a bowl game against UCF. Next year, they become the greatest offensive college football team ever, and they don't lose, and they win every game by a million points. And then he goes in the NFL, tears his ACL's rookie year, gets back, gets better, 
and then he takes the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. Right, ridiculous. And he, everyone's talking him up. His stats last year were unbelievable. He's like third in the league. I in see the pattern. You're getting on. I see the pattern. And now it's time. So for it's the, if for the every like if you just look at, at all like any like interview here of like a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning, how even when things are going well, you have to look at everything you can do to get better. And I think he's on this like magic carpet ride of everything I'm touching, every is perfect, and we're gonna win because that's all that happens because I'm this good. And I'm not saying he's not working really hard, but I think that mindset kind of might have gotten his. He's young, he gets a lot of positive media, and I think he's gonna take a little step back this year, take his lumps, and then come back come even back better next the year. The next year, and I and I do, and that's why I was saying I see the pattern that you're going mm-hmm. at. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. And I think you're putting it a little glass half empty, a little harsh. I might put it a little glass half full, but I think it's the same message. He needs to hit adversity. Like, this is a guy that, like, when when Joe hits adversity, that's when he gets up off the canvas stronger and harder. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I got work to do. Like, he makes a Super Bowl. It could happen four weeks from – it could happen right now. Like, right, right, right. It could, But it, it's – Adversity's like, got to hit. Yeah, that's right. got, he's got to get that to click in his yes, brain. Yeah. It will, and I just kind of think it'll – Or, you know, Justin Fields beating him out of Ohio State. That mm-hmm. was the chip that got put on his shoulder. Him not starting at LSU, him taking his lumps at LSU – 
that was the chip on the shoulder. Tearing his ACL rookie year, that was the chip on the shoulder. So now, getting embarrassed by the Steelers, still almost winning the game, but then losing the game to the Steelers, there's the chip. And let's see if it takes him all year to get back to it or if he bounces back mid-season or what have you. But there's there's the chip again. There it is. Yeah. And I think mentally you don't really have to worry about him. Like I think he guys like that get to and do the things they do um, and get to that level because of their mentality and the work that they ultimately put in. Um, so I'm not really worried about that. I think regression is naturally going to happen because – I think they maybe did outperform a little bit. And now also you're facing a much tougher schedule, which we highlighted in our season preview. Mm -hmm. But we have to level set a little bit. Divisional game against the Steelers, who actually do have a decent defense. Decent? Top, what would you say? Top tier. With all healthy? Top tier. Right, with TJ Watt, who did go out. Oh, Cam Hayward, Minka all over the field doing stuff like that. We'll call him top tier. 432 total yards against them. Only there is the only reason that they did not win is that the turnover differential was five to zero, and their long snapper got hurt. That and is, and the though, kicker yeah. had to miss some. Like so much had to go into them losing yeah. that, like they should have won this game. They also should have tied because the coach messed up the clock at the end of the game too. So I, at the I end don't, of the overtime. I don't know how much that has to do with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow still had a bad game, like for really anyone's standards. I think that he's going to bounce back. The ship will will right itself, so to speak. Um, I don't know if they'll win the division like this. If he like he didn't have a game like this last year, maybe he had one game like this last. Not over a game like this. So, you know, he had the everything kind of had to go perfectly last year. If it doesn't go perfectly, I don't think that like that shouldn't real. It, it technically by de- by definition, by definition is a step. It back. is a step back. Right, right. But but, but it really shouldn't be. It's it's fake, and I think the step back has the connotation of like. Joe Burrow has really regressed. He's not this top-end, top-ten quarterback that we thought he is, and I just don't see that happening because all that swirls around, and you make a great point, Jake, all that swirls around, all that happens, and you still barely lose the game. So change one or two of those things. Take an interception away and make the field goal or take something else away, and the Bengals win that game. Joe Burrow is not going to turn the ball over five times every week. He's not going to – he may not turn the ball over – five times for the rest of the season, for the rest of his career. Like, he may not ever do that again. So if he doesn't do that, and I, and the Bengals keep winning, even if they win in spite of that, you don't see this massive perception of a step back of Joe Burrow. But I, I think that was a, a little bit of feeling yourself and thinking that everything's just going to click because it just clicked last year and right. forgetting that that's Mike Tomlin, that's the Steelers, we're in Pittsburgh, that's a divisional game. Like all that's, that's a little bit of forgetting what you have to prepare for in week one and thinking that we're just superior to the Steelers and so we're going to go out and beat them. No, that's T.J. Watt over there. Like that's a division. No, that, that, that's not how this works. So I think that, you know, we get all the kinks out in week one. You shred all of that. You, you kind of come back down to earth a little bit, realize you've got to play football for four quarters in 17 weeks. And I think Joe Burrow gets back to where he is. Like is like you said, is it a by definition step back? Sure, he goes from being maybe ranked sixth in the NFL to ninth, tenth by the end of the season. But it's not a he's not falling a tier. He's not falling out of people's good graces. He's not a bad quarterback by the end of the season. He just is a young quarterback that forgot that you know week one everybody everybody looks good in week one. 
everybody comes out with their best punch in week one. You're, you know, a bad team gives you their best punch in week one. The Steelers don't want you to come in and win that. So just, to, just to, that's all that it is. Even Jacksonville went up eight in the fourth quarter against Washington. Everyone's a little punchy. Everyone's punchy week one. And and if you think that you're going to walk into – what is it called now? It's called a Heinz Field. What is it called it's, now? It's – um I just – I literally, like, drove by it. Aero, Aero, Aero Tech? Aero, Aero Cash? I don't know. I drove Heinz right by Heinz the stadium Field. going to Detroit. You can't walk up into Pittsburgh thinking it's sweet ever. Ever. Because Mike Tomlin will beat you off the sure will of you thought it was sweet. You know what I mean? Like, it'll just piss them off. Somebody else is going to manifest a win just because you thought Black Air Force One. Come on, man. It's not sweet up in here. <laughs> like, it's not sweet up in here. So, those were the factor fake. I want to hear from y'all at home, the Straight Facts fans. Comment on our social media. We'll post some of these. If you think any of these statements are fact or if these statements are fake. We're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. It's been a great one, as always. We can get some shots up at the buzzer. Jake, you, you said you had something at the buzzer. You said it at the beginning of the show. Yeah, so I actually – I have two, uh, but just want to relay three maybe that I'm a fantasy genius. Like I believe that I am – like if you got like, I don't know, all of the fantasy minds and ranked them, I would have to be, you know, we're talking 98th percentile what did you do? or higher. What did you do? Um, talking all this raw So I got three points on why. First and foremost, uh, my bench – I had the high score in one of my dynasty leagues. My bench – would have outscored 13 of the 15 other teams in the league. Okay, like I'm light years ahead. We talked about light years ahead. <laughs> Golden State Warriors style. <laughs> Number two, and I think I may have said it on this podcast, uh, but overall, I never understood why people were singing Cordero or Cordero Patterson's Me. like end. He, he was, he was, mis- I picked him in fantasy. He's a sleeper. I have him in two of my leagues too. I don't understand what people saw in that. Like he's not going to get. Oh, the, coach- the other way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm about to say. No, like, no, no. Right. I'm, I'm for, oh, he's not going to get as many uh, touches because the coach said so. Yeah. The coach says that until he's on the Atlanta Falcons and Cordell Patterson's it's the only, the only guy getting plus yardage. Yeah, like, that's how that place. works. Okay. <laughs> well, use your eyes and, 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 and watch the games and you tell me. Number three. Thought that this was one of, you know, I took this to heart. I was scared of the Jalen Ramsey matchup against Stephon Diggs. So I sit Stephon Diggs in favor of Jerry Judy. Stephon Diggs goes off on Thursday night. And I'm left feeling for until Monday night, like I'm a big dummy. Until Jerry Judy proved and restored my faith in myself. On one play, really. <laughs> it was one play, but oh, this league, I was I, – it factors in, that, like, the length of touchdown, you get, like, a little bonus oh, for okay. the longer it is. Right, right. Uh, it's a weird league, but I, it goes – all that to say, top 98 percentile fantasy football mind on earth is right here in front of you. Really? Where would you get 98th – did you see that number somewhere? Uh, I just ran the numbers in my head, actually. <laughs> I'm somewhere in we're the gonna top check back every in, week. Like, every week. Check back. No, no, Matt. Every week. He better win. He better win every week. Talking like that. And yo, anybody who's listening to this podcast that is in Jake's league, they know it's not sweet. Do eh? not, do not let him come popping stuff like this. Every I'm a week. champion. They know someone humbled his me. You sound like my guy Jut in our face league because he's back to back champ and he talks. Oh my god! Yo, he talks crazy and, and we're like, yeah, you we, can't check him. Can't check him. We're like, yo, like, someone got to stop this man because it's crazy. Stop mad. Got something to say? The buzzer. So uh, a little baseball stuff. I would talk up my Phillies. They are on the verge of doing something that I'm really worried that if I say I'm confident they'll do, right, right, right. That I'll jinx it. So I'm not going to say it. Oh my not going to say it. 
So I'm going to talk about the AL MVP race between Otani and Judge. Because I think it's I think it's race. I think it's pretty clearly Otani. I don't think it's close. Matt, Matt. I, I don't know if I disagree with you. But I, I don't think it's take. close because Aaron Judge can't pitch. So it's like it's like like Otani it's, is about to hit sixty one. Yeah, but Otani not about to break a single yeah, season record. Yeah, but can Aaron Judge pitch? Can Aaron no, Judge have Otani, a, no. Otani is a two five five ERA know, and he's nuts. second in the AL in home uh, and, runs and on like on like six innings at uh, a night. And so this is like I've heard people give the argument like. So what does Judge have to do to get the record? Like, I'm sorry. I, I feel really bad for Judge. I'm, I'm, I feel There's he got robbed of the MVP in 2017 because the guy who won it cheated to win it. Mm-hmm. That's proven. And this year he's having an MVP season. And, and, but, he, but it's like in soccer where every year either Messi or Ronaldo won the Ballon d'Or, no matter how good the third place guy was, like, sorry, you're not them. That's what Otani is. Otani's the best baseball player we'll ever see. And he gets the award as long as he's healthy and productive. That's how valuable uh, someone who's as good of a hitter and as good of a pitcher Shohei Otani is. Uh, and well, get him off the Angels, please. Please leave. And my point is, my, the only thing that shoots your argument in the leg is someone bring up the Angels record, please. I don't care about baseball No, 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 no. <laughs> I wouldn't care if they were a middle-of-the-pack team, if they were 60-60. and 60. Yeah, they are like the first, I thought about they it. Are 61 like, and 81. Matt, I do agree with you in the sense that like Shohei Otani is the most... They're 20 games under 500. Shohei, it, it's hard to say because Shohei Otani does provide the most value. Like he just sent by adding, by not only being a pitcher, but like by being one of the, I don't know, top he's a, five, he's a top, top 10 He's pitchers. a top 10 hitter and a top five well, He's batting like, okay, slow down. He's batting 265. Oh, no, he's not 265, 34 home he, runs, 88 RBIs. Like... He's a, he is a plus hitter, like very good hitter. Very, his OP, five, his OPS plus is 148. An average OPS plus is 100. So that means he's 48% better than average. In that one stat, but in the, in the overall No, OPS, of, OPS is hitting. That's on-base percentage plus slugging. That's how often you get on base and how powerful you are. That is the entirety of hitting. So Aaron no, judges. Your average, your average is the biggest part no, of the No, walks don't count towards your batting average. Um, so, like. Aaron Judge's 209 OPS. Yeah, Aaron Judge's Aaron Judge's hitting season is unbelievable. OPS plus. Aaron Judge's OPS plus is the highest OPS the Yankees, plus. Yankees are also a playoff team. Yeah, I know. I don't care. Not, not, not even just a playoff. Right. Shohei Otani pitches 20% of his team starts right, right. And, and bats one ninth and of his team that bats. And you're true because both league MVPs last year missed the playoffs. Otani and Harper. They've, neither of them made the playoffs last year. But but when the race is against someone who is a – and the Yankees aren't first place anymore – but against someone who's a playoff first team, place in their division. Right, I'm at, I'm in the yeah. AL. First place in their division. Well, the division stinks. But like, isn't isn't like he's against someone who has a, is on a winning team on a very good team, and someone who's about to break a record himself. Now, if Aaron Judge was 45 home runs, just having like a above average hitting season or really above average hitting season, fine. He's about to break a record that has stood for how long? Aaron Judge, for me to for, if he was the MVP for me, he bit bat like 350. That's how impressive yeah. I think Otani is. He's batting is. 310. <laughs> he's batting 310. <laughs> what do you think? What? Like, what does he got to so, do? So, Matt, 
Look, God. he's got 1105 OPS. I'm giving the guy. Yeah, that's I'm like, the, Shohei will have years to win it where there isn't a guy having a historical season. Is no, kind of how it, I view it. If Judge gets the MVP, it's not like a travesty. It, it's like it, it, because it's they're both like they're both MVPs. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, Matt. Honestly, take Paul Goldschmidt's MVP away because he's going to win the NL and just give it to Judge. <laughs> True. True. I don't even think there needs to be an Mookie. Gold, Goldschmidt might get the triple crown, but Real Muto, not Real Muto, Schwarber keeps hitting home runs. Yeah, true. Mookie might also get that NL MVP. He's been going crazy. But um, I hear you. It would take a crazy historical season to take the MVP away from Otani. And guess what Aaron Judge is having? <laughs> a crazy historical season. Hey, I would love for a Yankee not to get the hey, okay. MVP. If, I would love it, but I just get it. If five years ago someone told you, Hey, there's a guy who's going to hit 35 home runs and have a 2.55 ERA, or there's going to be a guy who hits 62 home runs. What's more likely? You're going to say 62 home runs. You're absolutely not if not if 10 years from now there's yeah. more Shohei Otani's, which there might be with how much he probably will eventually get paid. You're going to yeah. see like that that number can't be high enough. Yeah, the people start going to start going up to uh, to Japan. See what's going on. <laughs> how many more y'all got over there? Um. What my after buzzer, I'm going to bring us down a little bit. My after buzzer is I'm going to address uh, what happened with Suns owner Robert Sarver um, and the whole scandal going on down there. Um, because the punishment was divvied out for Robert Sarver. You guys haven't heard what's going on. Um, he's been documented about making not only racist comments towards players and staff, misogynistic and sexist comments towards players and staff too. This is dating back over 18 years that he's been running the Suns organization like this and has faced um, a year suspension and a $10 million fine, right? Correct. Um, for, for his actions. A guy who's worth like over a billion. Right, right. So here's I'm here to say that, that that's not enough at all. I will say this. The suspension he's going to feel more than the $10 million because the suspension allows him to not collect a check for an entire year, which is also money out of his pocket, not getting all that revenue share and everything. And But, but why I think the punishment isn't enough is because – you can recuperate dollars, especially a billionaire, can figure out a way to recuperate losses and get back what he missed. You cannot recuperate respect. You cannot get back the, the respect and the, the, the love or the admiration of your employees, your players, your entire franchise and organization. Robert Sarver should be forced to sell the songs. And it's not unprecedented. It's not something we haven't seen before. We've seen Donald Sterling do it. We've seen the Panthers owners do it. We've seen owners come out with a scandal like this and have to be forced to sell the team. Why? Because we cannot have that type of mindset permeating our league. There's there's just no place for it. And if you think like it, if you run your organization like that, you need to be outed. You need to be rid and removed from the league forever. Because when he comes back, I can't imagine that there's too many people who want to work for somebody like that. And if you do, if you're okay with working or you want to work for somebody like that, then you're probably someone who either A, doesn't mind, doesn't find what he said that offensive, or B, probably engage that kind of talk yourself. And in either way, we don't want you there either. Like, we don't, we don't want people who encourage and will work under that kind of environment there either. Like, that's not something that we need. So why have him out for a year just to bring him back and try to act like, you know, everything is He's done. He's going to change. That, no, he won't. that year off doesn't change his mind. Yeah, that year off doesn't change his mind. 70-year-old dude, I think never what Zach change. Lowe said, never. I saw the clip on Twitter, was great. So the fact that they concluded that it wasn't out of any animus towards women or racial, is just a sophomore sense of humor. That's just like, 
he told a woman that her career isn't going to be that as good because she's pregnant. Like that's not that's like not sophomore humor. That's like harming someone's livelihood. Yeah. Like and on top of all this, he's a liar because when all this accusations came out, he smeared everyone who said they're what crap. And then oh, it's all true. And literally every single thing that was alleged is true. And if you look at just how like. Not that like Cuban wasn't doing a PR move when he did this, but when it came out that there was sexual harassment that permeated all the way through the Dallas Mavericks uh, front office, Mark, got, Mark, Mark, Mark was like, "Oh my God, this is horrible! Point I need, him out. Yeah, I need an interview out. to get every, get everyone wrong. We need to hire a new person to set up our whole thing and apologize." And like he, that's someone who's taking action to make sure something won't happen again. Mm-hmm. What is Sarver going to do to make sure he doesn't continue to do this? Just we're going to accept his word. And, 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 yeah, this like, isn't the. He has to take sensitivity classes, and this now nah, he's too he's too old right, he's to old, change like, this. And 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 the, and the proof in the pudding is he's been there's documents multiple times over eighteen years. Yeah. The other times you see this, it's been one, maybe not every time, but it's been a statement they caught, right? They caught Donald Sterling on the phone. But when the investigation came out, they didn't find Donald Sterling saying it over 18 years. Right. They didn't find the Panthers wow. order saying it over. Wait, that they found. <laughs> they didn't find it. They didn't find it. it. <laughs> they, but the fact that they found it is is an If is you even find something indictment. five times, right. it's a lot more There's than a lot five more. Times. And that's <laughs> in front of people who are willing to recant it to that's someone else. That's what I'm saying. Like, what that's does he thing. say when there's, you know, what does he think to himself where no one, it's just like, like the, the 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 shamelessness to not even make sure the door is closed tight when you're saying stuff. He like don't care. This. He, he doesn't, doesn't care. Right. So so care. so he needs to not care over there. Right. He needs to not care outside of the NBA. He needs to not care out of the public eye. He needs to not care when his star point guard is black and president of the players association. And, the, and uh, dealt with this before. And it's the third time right. he's dealt with this. Yeah, that's true. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Like so so your general manager is black. Your head coach is black. Right. 65-70% of your team is black. Every important person on your team is black. Yeah, they got to get him out of there. Like, you cannot return to that. Like, how how do you return something like that? So, I'm not sure why the punishment was so light. Why Adam Silver thinks that this is going to be, like, just going to make everybody forget about it. Or he he got what he's coming. God is just due. No. Like, this is I think ma- this is asking me to make you pay $10 yeah. for what you just did. I think they'll do the right thing. I think eventually, granted, it will take social, like, people's putting pressure they on them to right do here. it. They can start right here. But right. Like, I, that, that's fine if that's what it takes to make it monetarily the right choice. Because that's the only reason, of course, they would ever make that choice. Right. Is if they're going to be okay with it monetarily. That's true. And it might. And hopefully it doesn't hurt the sun. Because now you got rumblings saying Devin Booker should request yeah. a trade now. Well, and they did all this stuff. Like, let's, let's, let's focus on getting him out. Yeah, let's focus on getting him out. But that's all the time we have for this episode of Straight Facts. It was a great one. Week one overreactions as we look into week two of the NFL season. We will be back next week to break down all of that greatness. Shout out to everybody on the Up On Game Presents Network. LeVar Arrington, who is on this podcast. Plexico Burris and TJ Hushmanzada, which we will see y'all soon. We know you're going to be on this podcast soon. And also shout out to my guys, Jake Galley and Stan Matt Robinson. I'm James Jackson. These have been the facts. Straight up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them 
can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.